Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Attention, all hands. Attention, all hands. The following episode of Engage, the official Star Trek podcast, was recorded live on Star Trek The Cruise. As a result... There may be some, not there may be, there definitely is some salty language contained herein. Blame it on the rum, the late night, the environment, and uh, the sea salt in the air. As such, listener discretion is advised. Space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise. Its continuing mission explore strange new worlds to boldly go where no one has gone before. Engage! Engage. Kirk Enterprise, Enterprise. This is Captain Jean-Luc Picard. Captain Catherine Janeway. Captain Sisko. This is Captain Jonathan Archer. Red alert. Photon torpedoes. Fire. The official Star Trek podcast. Engage. Engage. Make it so. With your host, Jordan Hoffman. That, sir, is illogical. And to make sure history never forgets. This is Engage. Sailing frequencies open, sir. Well, in a moment, um, we are officially recording. Everything we're saying is on uh, is on the record. But if you were just hanging out uh, in the bar and didn't know where you ended up, um, my name is Jordan Hoffman, and I am the host of Engage, the official Star Trek podcast, which is only six months old. So if you don't listen to it yet, um, I'm not offended. Is that Loxana Troy? Did Loxana just walk in? Hello! It's a little bit hard for me to see up here on the stage. It's very bright, but I believe a wonderful woman just dressed up as Loxana, one of my favorite characters. Uh, So yes, it's a relatively new podcast. It just started about six months ago, and uh, we've had a lot of great guests on thus far, um, off the top of my head. Uh, We've had George Takei, we've had Michael Dorn, uh, Nana Visitor, um... Uh, Armin Shimmerman has been on twice. Ethan Phillips has been on um, twice. No, no, once. Felt like twice. Um, that's a joke. Uh, uh, the guy who directed Galaxy Quest has been on. Simon Pegg has been on. The uh, And his co-author uh, on the new Star Trek movie, Doug Jung, was on. And also a lot of other fans. And maybe some of uh, the fans who are in the audience... Uh, may want to come up and say a few words also. Um, Because of the scheduling tonight, uh, we're sort of right in between the amazing uh, cruise, what is it calling it? Cruise cruise feud, which is just that, oh, there's Bill Burke is in the audience. Hey, Uh, cruise feud um, is downstairs. Um, One of the guests who is playing in cruise feud wants to be on the show tonight. She is coming. Okay, great. So she's going to come up for five minutes, say hi, and then probably have to leave. Deep Space Nine One. Okay, great. 
Well, so here's what's funny. For those of you listening at home, or as I like to say, those of you washing dishes at home or driving your car or riding the bus or falling asleep, my usual uh, listeners of Engage, um, this is our first live uh, podcast from sea, and we are on the Star Trek cruise. I'm not joking. We are in a beautiful bar called 13 Forward, not 10 Forward. It's 13 Forward, uh, which is basically a, a, a great bar in the four deck um, that has been redecorated for with Star Trek themes. There's a recipe for Aldebaran whiskey when you walk right in, which is nice. And... Um, it, it almost sounds like I'm kidding, but downstairs there there was the most awesome thing. What do you do when you have all these great Star Trek uh, alum uh, in on a boat? You play Family Feud and you put TNG against DS9. So it was uh, DS9 was repped by it was Terry Farrell and Chase Masterson and um, Max Grodenchik, who was my. Uh, co-host at Trivia the other night. Very, very funny. And then two people from the audience, uh, one of whom was dressed as uh, Jayla from Star Trek Beyond. And then um, on the other side for TNG was Denise Crosby, who, by the way, I had dinner with tonight. I went into the cafeteria, cafeteria, the very nice, the very nice uh, restaurant, which I call the cafeteria. And I was by myself and Denise was by herself so we had dinner together and um it was lovely i had the she had the tilapia and i had the um uh uh the trout i believe um and, and then uh we're schmoozing and uh, i'd met her before and um i hear a voice behind me and i go i know that voice and i whispered to denise crosby it's like is, is william shatner right behind me this whole time and she's like yeah and i look over my shoulder and he's here with his whole family which is really nice. I mean, he's, he's on this cruise. He's the headliner of the cruise, Captain Kirk, on the first official Star Trek cruise. And he's here with, uh, you know, uh, I would say literally a dozen people or, or more in his group. And it's all kinds of nephews and grandchildren. And it's really very nice. And he's been around. Uh, he he uh, is uh, doing his duties as he's doing a one-man show at the end of the cruise. And he's doing autograph signing and, and the things that... He typically does at these uh, land-based events, but also um, there was a gig at um, in this same room a few days ago where the professor, Dr. Lawrence Krauss, who wrote the book *The Physics of Star Trek* and also is a very, you know, actual brilliant guy who knows what a black hole really means, uh, he was giving a chat, and Mr. Shatner came by to listen because who doesn't want to listen to? Dr. Krauss talk. I have a funny Dr. Krauss story uh, also because I was hanging out with him last night at the bar. So, but anyway, um, so downstairs it just ended. Cruise feud. So it was uh, DS9 versus TNG, and the TNG um, cast included uh, Denise Crosby, uh, who had the tilapia, and um, uh, uh, Joe Piscopo, right? Because he was in one episode of TNG. The outrageous Okana, and he's been a presence on the boat all week. He's been doing comedy. He hosted a bingo event, if you could believe it. And who was the other TNG star that was down there? It was John Delancey. Q. Q was down there. He got everything wrong. I only stayed for about 20 minutes because I had to come upstairs. Um, and then there were also two guests from the audience. And there was one kid. Uh, he was 17 years old. And he got an answer right, and it was like... Um, Right, he named Captain Morgan Rum uh, to the embarrassment of his mother. 
Uh, she, you know, he got to con- confirm all of his underage drinking right here. But we're on international waters. I don't think any rules apply while we're here. So that's just one of the groovy things that's happening on uh, on the boat. Another really fun thing is uh, just just to go down the list. The names that I haven't mentioned thus far that are also here that are Star Trek luminaries include uh, Bob Picardo um, and Ethan Phillips and um, I think. I, I think I may be leaving out one or two, but I think that's the bulk of it. And and Casey Biggs, oh, who was my trivia guest uh, last night? And you did well. You did better first night with Max, my friend from Missouri over here, who's been wearing that fez all week. That never, you know, you, there is canonically there are fezes on Star Trek and TOS. If you remember the episode Journey to Babel. Right. There were those two guys at the buffet, which is also very cruise themed. There were those two guys when when Gav, the Tellarite, is arguing with the uh, Andorian. There are those two guys, at the buffet wearing fezes. What was their race? John Van Sitters from CBS. Do you know those two guys with the fezes? They've never been named. Well, I know a guy who has the authority to name them. So we could talk about that. Um, Anyhow, that is uh, that's who's on board. At- oh, and Robert O'Reilly's on the bo- on the boat as well. He'll be doing trivia with me tomorrow night. We're doing all Klingon themed trivia. I should also let the listeners know that when we left the port at Miami, it was great. Everybody's up on the pool deck, and and when I say everybody, I mean I think at last count, approximately twenty two hundred. Star Trek fans are on one boat, which is pretty amazing. There's 22 the 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 uh, bartenders and servers who didn't know that this was going to be a Star Trek theme tour have been flabbergasted the whole week. They have no idea what's going on. Um, but uh, there was a how do you do from all the cast? They came out and they said hello, and we christened the ship. And there was a flag raising with the Federation flag. And uh, Mr. Shatner came out and he gave a really funny and warm speech, almost like a benediction, a toast to the crews. And then everybody else came out. Um, but then uh, Robert O'Reilly really stole the show because he gave a really invigorating uh, toast entirely in Klingon. And um, I, to my great shame and disappointment, I am not that fluent in Klingon. So I couldn't tell if he was fibbing, but I don't think he was. I think that was all legit Klingon, and it was, it was pretty impressive. So um, anyhow, that's where we're recording all week. Uh, where, where I've been all week is here on the Star Trek cruise. And last night, the big uh, entertainment uh, was an amazing, almost uh, just sort of shocking, shockingly great old school original act that Robert Picardo created for this cruise. I'm wondering how many people in the audience were at Bob Picardo's show last night. Okay, I would say everybody who's here was there. I, unfortunately, was only there for some of it because I had other um, obligations as the sort of uh, secondary dude here doing um, panels and whatnot. But uh, he and his buddy, a fellow by the name of Jordan... Bennett, that's right, Jordan Bennett, uh, who is a cruise performer, but also happens to be Bob's best friend. They've been friends for decades. They used to live together, said, oh, you're going to do a cruise 
ship. I know how to write for cruise ships, and we're going to do it together. They come out in tuxedos, and it really felt like a like a time travel episode of Voyager because it was like this was classic kind of you know old school cruise uh, entertainment. They're doing song and dance. They're breaking into song. They're telling jokes. It's rehearsed, but there's also some ad-libbing. And they're just telling stories about how they used to live together and then breaking into song. And so Picardo's telling a story about how he had a crush on his friend Jordan's girlfriend. And he's like, and she comes out naked in the moonlight and she looks like a like a sculpted Greek goddess. And I wish I'd said, and I didn't even know, because I was kind of off to the side because I had to leave, so I wasn't sitting down. I didn't even know that there was a band out there. So he says, and I wish I'd said to her. And then all of a sudden I hear like a band leader go, two, three. And then these horns bust out. And it's this old, like it was the tune Vehicle by the Ides of March, one of the great one-hit wonders of the 1970s. Did anybody else know the name of that song when he sang it? But you all knew... One woman knew it. Good for you. But you all knew the song, right? Okay, some of you knew the song, right? The same woman knew the song. No, I'm your vehicle, baby. I'm I'm not going to sing it. Uh, But... um, it's a classic one-hit wonder, and it's like, of course that's the song he plays. It's terrific. It's great. So, anywho, that's what's going on. So, you know, um, normally on the show we have a lot of guests, and, um, you know, we talk about what's coming up in Star Trek, or we talk about a particular theme. But, uh, you know, we're all here, so tonight's an opportunity for some of you to be on the Star Trek uh, podcast, those of you that are on the Star Trek cruise. So, I'm curious, um, maybe... Uh, those of you who are regular, I'm going to give a little special treatment to those who are regular listeners. <laughs> all right, all five of you came. That's great. Um, those of you that are regular listeners to come up and maybe tell us about what your face. So this woman who's wearing science blue, I, it's, it's a little bit bright, but you're very backlit. Um, I don't know if we've met before, but why don't you come up for a moment if you're not shy? I don't think you are. There's a woman in, in command bl- in, in science blue, and she's got a... Oh, I thought this was a tricorder. My, tri- my tricorder's in my room. I'll get it later. Okay. What's your name? My name's Jerry. Jerry, where are you from? Um, currently, I live in Riverton, Wyoming. Oh, my God. I've never, I've never met anyone from Wyoming. Yes. I used to live in Juneau, Alaska, and just got a job transfer to Riverton with my job. I work for National Weather Service, which oh. is why I'm in science blue, because I am a scientist. <laughs> So you're you're you work for the weather service. I do. You 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 are you are you a weather person? Are you a meteorologist, as they say? I am a meteorologist. Whoa! Yes. All right. So here comes the old joke. Why was it when you say it's going to rain and I bring a jacket, it doesn't rain, and when you don't say it's going to rain, it rains? It's because you weren't in the location that the rain fell. Oh. Yeah. It's my fault. Typical. It's my fault. All right. But that's a pretty good answer. I like that. What got you into meteorology? Because that's, that's, a, that's a very unique line of work. Um, actually, when I was um, young in school, I did a couple of, um, I entered science, um, the science fairs. Yeah. And I did one on the um, Tornado Alley. That was back a long time ago. And then I joined the Air Force and became a weather specialist, is what they called us back then in the Air Force. So I was 26 years uh, meteorologist with the Air Force. Right. And then when I retired, I came to work uh, for National Weather Service. And I've been with them for about nine oh, years wow. now. 
You know, you mentioned the Air Force. Another great um, guest who was here on the cruise, I hope you had a chance to see him, was uh, Rick Searfoss, who is a NASA astronaut, a pilot, and a commander of pilot of two space shuttle missions and a commander of another, and more importantly, uh, shared the stage with me briefly on Monday when he gave a little presentation. Were you there for that? Yes, I was actually for there. Um, my mom and dad both worked at Johnson Space Center and knew Rick Sirfoss when they were working there. Oh, so wow. my mom, my mom actually got to say hello to him and his wife. Nice. So that was terrific. And he remembered them? He did remember her. She's very memorable. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrific. Okay, so other than seeing uh, Rick Searfoss, what has been, and we're only at day three, so we're at the midway point, what has been your favorite memory from Star Trek The Cruise? Um, two things. No, no, I said one. Okay, one. Um, we were going to the 13th deck for dinner. And John Delancey got on the elevator going down to the seventh deck. So we stayed on the elevator <laughs> with John Delancey to go back to the seventh deck and got to speak with him. And actually, that was the second time I spoke with him on the cruise. Um, so we were actually talking about his boat and weather stuff when he was in his boat. Oh, yeah, because so. he's, he's a sailor. He's a real sailor. So he probably got very excited when you said that you were in the weather biz. Exactly. Yeah. So it was, it was really cool. So we kind of took the extra elevator ride just because right. John was in the elevator. But, so. but, but let the people who are listening know these are not just typical elevators on um, Star actually, Trek The no. Cruise. Yeah. We, were, we were actually on the midship turbo lift. Yeah. To yeah. be exact. It was probably when I came aboard uh, on Monday... Um, it was really great. They had some some young women dressed in uh, you know an engineering red, and they hand you your your booklet, um, which was brilliantly written, by the way. And uh, as you walk around, uh, you see there there were photos, and there was a, there's a little place called Captain Kirk's Corner and whatnot. I'm like, this is good, this is cool. And then I get in the elevator, and they were the turbo lift. It was amazing. And around the top, oh, here comes our special guests. Awesome. And we go around the top. Let's grab some chairs. Dane, we can grab some of these folding chairs, right? Yes. Um, and Tom, we can get extra microphones, right? We need two more. Um, I want you wherever you want to be. I was in the middle of telling a, I was in the middle of telling a story, Terry. I was just telling, telling the people back home. Well, we telling people back home that the elevators have been transformed into turbo lifts, and they are all in what we call the L cars fonts, and they look dynamite, and it's really great. So, but more importantly, we have two special guests that only have a few minutes because they're in the middle of uh, cruise feud. We have one victor and one loser. Oh, <laughs> I will not put up with such abuse. It hurts. I can't. It I hurt. will not hurt. put up Wait. with this abuse. We, we have a victor in Terry Farrell, yep. and we have a... Your wind blown, my love. Oh, <laughs> and we have a sort of uh, second look. place. We'll call you. You, came, you got the silver medal. Denise Crosby got the silver medal. Second place. You see. Yes. Well, well I, not just me, my team. Let's be honest. Well, I, I have to say that I was there, and both teams cheated. Whoa, so, I only saw the beginning. You know, I was there. Denise and, and, and Terry, I should introduce you to my friend. She's a, a weather, a meteorologist from Wyoming. I've already forgotten your name. Jerry. Jerry. So you're really tired. <laughs> 
She's one of the. Like she she was the first to admit that she listens to the podcast. Uh, so clearly, she's very big in my heart. I was very excited when she said she's a listener. So. Um, Cheers, Denise. Yeah. Cherry. Skull baby. If I have to lose, it's to you, baby. Oh, goodness, Very girl. Good. You have another chance to beat me. Oh, this we're going down. We're going down. <laughs> it's going to go down Except we're not captain. I don't think we're the captains next round, No, right? we are. We are? Oh, yeah, Dana, well, it, Dana you know, assured in, me that we're the captains. In our yeah. own minds. In our own minds. <laughs> it's true. Marina's going to be pissed. We talked about we're the, we're the dead girl captains. <laughs> The the uh, yes. they make them work hard on the cruise. They're doing two shows a night, so they have to go back. But it means that when they're doing games like this, there's the opportunity for vengeance. Yeah, I'm yeah. pulling for you. I would like, you know, equanimity between my two favorites, uh, my two favorite teams. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Thank well, maybe you. you could, you know, take one for us. Take one for take you. A dive. <laughs> take, a dive. take a dive. Take a dive. We got lucky Shh, when we stole the first. We got lucky. Well, we got lucky when we stole the first one from you. When what, what was the answer? It wasn't Enterprise. It was Star, Starship. And then they gave us Enterprise. And then you messed up and said Worf, but didn't say Klingon. But then I you didn't know. commit to Worf. If you would have committed to Worf, they would have given I it to know, you. I know, but yes. you know, here I know. Here's the thing. I'm the, sorry, Jordan. Did you think you were running of, this? Were you no, no, I, 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 one of the last <laughs> no, no, no. questions was your, your shiksas are all over it. something that you beat. <laughs> okay, name something that you beat. Now, you know, you'd think your brain would go to the obvious, you know, drum, uh, chest, maybe. I don't know, you know, whatever your thing is. That would be ch- oh, My chest. wonderful yes. teammate said, meat. <laughs> now, I think that should have stole the show. I mean, end of story, right? What are we talking about? It was very no. funny when she said that. It was, it was did funny. love that. It was not as funny when I said I wanted to say what was the thing? The four letter. Oh, the four oh, letter words yeah, that women but, want. And I said okay. it came to me, and I Any said. Any children? Start to I say fuck. Right. But I'm not yeah. saying that. My answer would be, and I what I can't cash. cash. I did not no, say, you cash. Didn't say cash. We said I cash. I said home. Home. Apparently, oh, these women wow. do not want home. They want wine. They want cash. before home. <laughs> cash and I, I can att- I can I second that. You know, I mean, a much My more team important was not thing. that shallow. Actually, they wanted Kirk too. So they wanted oh, Kirk. So they did right. want to Kirk. Fuck. Kirk was one of the answers. <laughs> Kirk. Yes, I, mean, I want seriously, Kirk. if you want Kirk, what are you going to do with them? Data. I'm going to have a, a very intelligent conversation with a man who is uh, an intellect and a great leader. And uh, and he's not here. And also have sex with him. Sure, absolutely. Oh, Kirk. Yeah. Oh, yes. No. Fuck. So, um... <laughs> Absolutely. So t- you mean from the original series? Yeah, version. no. Chris Pine, too. What are you totally. talking about? He's so dreamy. Oh, we should have right? said Pine. Have wow. you, yes. But they didn't Pine. even have it up there. Yeah. Has anybody seen Chris. Chris Pine in that beard? He grew a beard lately. Who cares? No. Has, I, he looks. Would you care? No. No. Hell it no. It would not stop no. me. He could we wear want... a potato sack, is what you're saying. Yes. He could wear a potato sack. He <laughs> so could wear anything as, he wants. To. So long as you can see I those saw eyes. Chris Pine. I, I was in Canada and Vancouver. Met him. You've met him. Yeah, okay, oh. here's the deal. Is he tall? Here's the deal, girl. Tell me about Chris Pine. No, he's not that tall. No, you're what? tall. I think you're taller. I really? think you're taller, yeah. So Zachary Quinto's the tallest. I think so, yeah, yeah. Oh, so I was in Vancouver. Straight. They were shooting the last film as well in Vancouver, and I was working on something else. And I went to a little vegetarian health restaurant trying to stay healthy, and there was Chris. <laughs> With his, like some girl, like some hot 
model girl. <laughs> and I'm like going, I'm looking and I'm, oh, I don't know. I, should I go up? Should I say? Because I had run into everyone else in the cast at the hotel. We were all staying in the same hotel. And I thought, you know, let's see if it feels right. I don't want to, because it looked like they were in like some heavy, like romantic oh, weirdness. Wow, yeah. Like oh yeah, that's the like time you're to not interrupt. S- yeah yeah like like you're not you know maybe giving me enough attention later. yeah kind of vibe I love that there. vibe we've been there we've been there yeah we love and that vibe l- yeah I've yeah. read about that vibe yeah. I've never I, I have a new boyfriend so I've recently been in that vibe <laughs> anyway I didn't go up to him <laughs> oh I didn't go up to him well, I will next time I will next time. I don't know. I don't. He's the only See, one. See, isn't it appropriate? She got the silver and I got the gold because wow. I would have gone up to the motherfucker and said, "Hey, <laughs> meow, I'm a cougar." I know. Bravo, bravo, Terry, bravo. I know. I should have. I'm I, just I kidding. I, I, he was wearing one of those cute little wool Canadian hats. Oh. He was all grungy, oh. hippie, dirty looking. Cool, sexy. Yeah, he's hot. a cool guy. He's a good. He's dirty a, looking. He's a he's a pretty good. When you think about it, he's about the best we can get as a secondary Captain Kirk. Wouldn't you right? say, Chris Pine? Yeah. 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 Yes. He's good. He's, he's really good. good. They're who, all who really good. Who saw that film? He just did. They're all really um, good. Hell or High Water. Hell or High Water. Yeah. He was. Yeah. He was really a good. A CBS film, by the way. Hell or was High it? Water. It was CBS Films. Yeah. One of the few an, ones was... that made money. So it's a really... Uh, yeah. But it's a great film. It's a great film. Hell or High Water. Really terrific. Engage listeners need to know about Blue Apron, the number one fresh ingredient and recipe delivery service in the United States. Probably Canada, too. Who knows? Blue Apron is the halfway point, the meeting point, the neutral zone, if you will, between ordering out like a lazy bum and cooking for yourself like someone with a lot of energy. Maybe you're somewhere in between. You want to cook, but you don't want to go shopping. You don't want to look for the specific ingredients. Blue Apron sends all the ingredients to you, and not just that, quality ingredients from the best you know, fisheries and farms and whatnot. And the best part is, it's the exact amount you need. When you look at a recipe and you need a scallion, and you go to Pathmark, you got to buy a bunch of scallions, you cook with one of them, you got 29 scallions left over, and then they rot in the fridge. Not with Blue Apron. It's the best way to cook for yourself. It's healthier, it's more fun, and it's not too expensive when you uh, think of it on a macro level. So what you're going to do is go check out this week's menu, and you get your first three meals for free and free shipping when you go to blueapron.com slash engage. You'll love how good it feels, it tastes, and to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. So don't wait. Blueapron.com slash engage. Blue Apron is a better way to cook welcome to play it a new podcast network featuring radio and tv personalities talking business sports tech entertainment and more play it at play.it this is engage the official star trek podcast did you have any questions um, what, no, I, we're just, we you know, just we're, talking. we're having fun. I was letting the, the people uh, out there uh, know about the podcast and the people who are listening to this at home, you know, sometimes they listen to it uh, six months from now and they're going to know that there was a Star Trek cruise and we're midway through. I'm going to ask you first, Terry, at the halfway mark, what has been your favorite thing that you've done on this cruise? 
You can choose one. I can choose one thing. Um... If you can be sweet and sentimental, if it's just seeing all your fans, if that's the honest answer, then that's what you can say. I have to say this has been a lot more fun than I thought it would be, honestly. Mm-hmm. And I, I Were you expecting to seasickness and vomiting and everybody just not I, washing their I, hands? I, and... I did start out with Dramamine, and that was very interesting, <laughs> trying to do love letters on Dramamine. <laughs> and holding on to my... Like now, it's very... There's a lot of motion happening, isn't there? Yeah. But I'm okay. But the first night, not so much. Right. And the first night, uh, the big show that night was your production of Love Letters opposite Marina Sirtis, which everybody here saw, which is a a great pairing. Uh, The two of you to do Love Letters is a very innovative pairing. And also, you and she have been quite close for a great many years. So that must have been a trip to to do that. Yeah, it was. It was very interesting. yeah, it, w- it was fun rehearsing, actually. I was in L.A. the week before we came on the cruise, and so we had uh, four chances to read through it. So that was fun, too. It was like the old days. Yeah, and you guys, you know, that wasn't originally intended for you, the two of no. you to do. I mean, it was originally Jonathan. Jonathan Frakes was coming on board, and um, he's directing right now up in Vancouver. And um, he has done love letters with Marina, as I recall. Yeah. Um, before, so they were going to, you know, reprise this, this uh, little duet they do. And Terry, much to you know your well, credit, Dane came up to me, came up to me and asked me. It, it's not like there aren't plenty of men on board that could do it. So I was really, I mean, they, I said, well, sure. And I think it makes Why it not? much more, rev, you know, relevant. To, to what's be happening honest. in the world. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, think I, was, so too. I was acceptance and. You know, diversity yeah. in and modern, you know, modern modern theater. My, you know, yeah, it did. It was fun. I to think. Do. I, I wish I could have seen it. My ex husband, when he was my husband, and um, <laughs> and we did it on its feet. So it was interesting for me to sit and not move around. You mean you did a full stage production? We of it. did. Oh wow! Yeah, Where? in a um, what's it called? A thrust stage. So we had an audience around three edges of the stage and we had five points where we actually moved and I had it the entire thing memorized I mean you had it held but we performed it like monologues so we looked out you could see our faces when we when we were performing it um so it was a different I mean we didn't look at each other it was still that same format where you're reading letters but I, I think a lot of the audience really liked that because there's just a different way of living it mm-hmm. that you can't when you're just reading it. Yeah. You know, understand? But when it's at sea, you really, when an emotional beat happens, it just happens to be when the boat is... And, and you're trying really hard not to throw up. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it really fed me a lot. Yeah, I would have to night. say, though, what we just did was so much fun. It was fun. so much fun. And impromptu, and, and Dane was really good MC. Oh, right? Amazing. And I just love doing take stuff over. Just... He could take over Richard Dawson's role oh, and do a reboot. Absolutely. But I think it's fun for all of us, too, to play as ourselves. And it's probably fun for you guys to see us just being ourselves up there messing up and whatever happens. Yeah. You must feel like you're getting to know us better than um, if you're seeing us in character all the time. I mean, you know what I mean? Is that a good thing? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah so De- I would De- say... Denise, what has been your, your one specific favorite thing about the cruise thus far at its halfway point? There's 
been so many. I am having such a genuinely great time, yeah. really. I, I, you know, for, for myriad reasons, you know, hanging out with my friends here, catching up. My son is on board. I know I endlessly talk about him. I probably should not. And um, he and I get to, you know, hang out together and, 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 you know, talk and just swim. And, you know, we're having a great time. But the other day... I had just a ball doing something that was a complete mistake, which was, I don't know if you guys were here when I was, was called in to, int- to introduce um, an episode of what I thought was the next generation <laughs> called where no, Ma- where no Man Has Gone Before. So I didn't read the fine print, okay? So I thought, well, I'm... I'm I'm introducing it, so it's got to be from the next generation. Why would I be introducing where no man has gone before from the original series? Right. However, I looked at the, you know, it w- so the original series episode came up, and the audience is going wrong, wrong, <laughs> guy, cut, cut, wrong. And I said, guys, do you, this is the wrong episode. So do you have, an, do you have a, a, a DVD of the next gen's episode? Because I had looked at, I hadn't seen where no man has gone before. That, I have to go. It's where no in one. Thirty years. It's, it's where the TNG was the no where no one has where gone no. Before. Forgive me. Politically exactly. correct. Where as, no one. That's a, right. As a borderline where, autistic savant Star Trek fan, it's been driving me crazy that you've Sorry. been calling it wrong. I don't, where but, no uh, one <laughs> has gone. See, I get them mixed up. Of course you do. That's the I point. Just want okay. where no, a where no bitch man. has gone before. Okay. <laughs> Um, details, where details. no one has gone before. So I'm, I'm looking at this, and at, so they, 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 you know, scuffle, 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 and I'm, I'm just winging it on stage. I'm talking, I'm answering questions. I'm doing like a Q&A while they pull up where no one has gone before. They for miraculously. You. This is all for you. For me? That they're doing this, pulling up your the TV yes, because episode. they think I know what I'm talking about, <laughs> and clearly I don't. Okay, so they're looking for where no one has gone before. They get it. They pop it in. It comes up. There's no audio. Oh. So I decide. Oh God. Now we're we're like we're like 20 minutes in now on this thing. And I just jump on stage, and I don't know what possessed me, but I grabbed the mic, and I began to do my homage to Mystery Science Theater, <laughs> and I began to do an improv silently to the dialogue. Nice. And it was... In, I entertained myself. I'm, I'm glad you guys, anyone here that was entertained, but it, I truly was entertaining myself. And it was a big hit, apparently. And I think we're going to try to implement that um, in a regular cruise that we're going to have a mystery science theater of Trek. And we have, you know, we have seven years of this stuff. Of one series, we can move on to the next ones as we go. Right. Well, so hello. we have a lot of we have a lot of a lot of cruising to do. Okay, for if we do one of these per cruise, I like that idea. But I got my yeah. I got my in now. I got my. Place, you should get so. in on that, Jordan. I would love to. I would love to see Ethan Phillips do it. I think that, he would be that's very. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. it's got to be someone that can improv and riff. And well, be funny you know, like um, and somebody who has information. Real like it's nice when they give you actual tips. Bits of facts. 
Well, then don't look to Ethan Phillips for that. He doesn't have any any. No, no. See, that's where you come in. (laughs) But, you know, and of course, next year, its headliner is going to be George Takei. So that would certainly be a lot of fun. Yes. One funny thing about talking about watching episodes of Star Trek, I'm sure many of you have noticed when you go back to your cabin late at night after a day of fun on deck, you turn on the TV. Two of the channels have been devoted exclusively to Star Trek. Yes. But what's funny is I have had the worst luck... Um, I've been very busy. This woman's like knows exactly where I'm going. Is I've had really bad luck because when I've gone back to my room, the few times I've turned the television on, it has been my least favorite episodes <laughs> of all time. So I'll tell you which ones I saw. And um, oh, I think you're in one of them, Terry. It's one of the very oh, vi- least favorite. Thank you, it's Jordan. It's no you. fault of your own. Uh, you're brilliant at it. You did the best you could. It Bad was. Um, I did the best I move, could. I, I move along home from DS9 was the oh, one that I caught. The Waddies? The Waddies, Alan oh. Moraine, where you're jumping around inside of a board game. That was, yeah. That was awful. You that know, was weird. We, do we have room for one more? Can I, can I just Act, add one? I'm sorry. Can I yeah. just add one more thing? Last yeah. night at the party, at the holodeck party, which was a blast. I hope no. you guys were there. Mm. I saw, I don't know if you guys, anybody's here, but the. Actors, uh, the 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 the, okay. the, we'll the, the fans that did dressed up in the episode of Justice. Oh yeah! <laughs> How cool was? That? Did anybody see that, or is anybody here that did that? I was blown no. away. I was having dinner, and I look out the window, and it was like a hallucination. They were jogging by in their little Justice outfits. And I just scream because it's absolutely one of the most hysterical. It was really great to see them walk. But somebody else just walked in, please, ladies and gentlemen. Joe Piscopo is here. Hi guys, how are you? I know you all so intimately. I love you. Joe, take Um, a seat. You only, uh, unfortunately, everybody here has to run downstairs again pretty soon. But uh, and actually, this is Jerry here again. And I was just going to say that unfortunately, I have to leave because. I have to meet my husband and my mom downstairs for my birthday dinner. Hey! So, oh, look at that. Jerry from Wyoming. Mazel tov. And, and, I, and I wanted to change my favorite memory to this one. So this is great. <laughs> jo- Joe's got to take a call. <laughs> In New Jersey, I have a child at every exit. So, so I just wanted to say thank you for letting me be on your podcast. Yeah, that was a blast. I, I really need to run down to Sandrini's for All my right, birthday dinner. All right, do it. Have dinner, birthday so. dinner. Have an thank extra you glass so of wine. Nice meeting. Have an extra glass of wine on Joe Piscopo. I think that's a good idea. Um, well, it's great to meet an actual listener um, because, you know, there were only six or seven. So it's good to meet an actual listener. And... Uh, that was great. Joe Piscopo came on stage for 18 seconds and said, I got to take a call. He that planned was perfect. it. He planned it. It was a plant. Oh, it was perfect. They, they, they called him just well, so he looks Can we just open. mention real quick Johnny Dangerously? How awesome right? is the movie Johnny Dangerously? Very funny man. With Joe Piscopo, who's very on the phone man. somewhere. Wait, how many kids did he say? He, he said he had one for every exit. So In that's New Jersey. A, that's at a least lot. 123. Wow. Wow. 142, excuse 142. me. 142. How do you know that I, answer? I'm from New Jersey. <gasps> you no, I don't, no, I don't actually. I'm I am from, from New Jersey. Yeah, I'm from crazy. Iowa, and I don't know all the exits. Yeah. I, I actually don't know that that's how many exits there are. Okay. He could have met the Turnpike or, turnpike or the Parkway. Parkway. Yeah. 
Have yeah. you been? But ha- he's. Have you spent much time in New Jersey, Terry? I've driven through New Jersey <laughs> on my way to New York. Living in Pennsylvania, I go through New Jersey. Yeah. For a nanosecond through. It's not to that New bad. York. They got some good it's beaches not. there. It doesn't yeah. smell as good as so, Pennsylvania right. because you know. Uh, Pretzelvania. But, 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 but everyone in in Philly vacations on the Jersey Shore. Yes, right? they do. That's the thing. It is because it's cheap. Sea Isle City. It, it, um, relatively speaking, Ocean City, Wildwood, as my grandfather called it, Wildwood. 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 We're going to Wildwood. To <laughs> um, so let me ask you. So from Pennsylvania, right? Is it? Are you into Utz pretzels? Are you into Bachman pretzels? What's um, your favorite pretzel? I would have to say, oh, you know, Philly pretzels are oh, the, the soft, soft ones. ones. Yeah. yeah, the soft ones the and soft ones. Um, Yingling. Beer. Okay, it's really great because Pennsylvania makes a lot of shit. You could just live there and never eat anything else but what's made in Pennsylvania and actually survive quite well. Yeah. Turkey Hill. Turkey Hill ice, ice cream. cream is good. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I love that ice cream. The thing about the, the, the Philly pretzels is they bake the salt inside. Yeah, yeah. right. Mm. Do you put a little mustard on it? I'm a cheese girl. Whoa. I know. This yeah. just in. Hold on. I know. <laughs> oh. I'm, I'm really good for the dairy council. That would be me. Not good for the thighs or the cellulite, but really tasty. Right. Well, that's why all the yoga. Yeah, that's why all the oh, yoga. Oh, I didn't mention that to the people listening at home. For those who have set their alarms early, not me. I hope you haven't been offended that you haven't seen me so out there on deck in my spandex. But those who choose spandex. to do so. You haven't worked out since 1983, okay? <laughs> we don't say spandex anymore. Hey, where I come from, we say, what do you say? Hey, what is it Tights? now? What are the men's men? It's, you know, it's. Shorts. it's uh, you can't think now because you've been drinking. No, I've not been. I've been drinking. Leisure. Okay. leisure Me too. I athlete, had white wine. What, they af, af, what do they call it now? Athleta. Yoga, yoga pants. pants. It's, you know, it's... But there's a lastine in them. Yeah. It's more of it's a fancy. scientific fabric. It's tech-breathable fabric. It's You know what's amazing? What, what happened? I don't know where it started, but it's, it's certainly all over New York. At some point, a memo went out to every beautiful woman that yoga pants are now clothes. And you can wear this out in public. And if you have a great ass, it doesn't matter. You, no, it's welcome. And, right. and, 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 and so what do you think of the camel toe thing? Ew, right, Terry. Right. I know. Oh, but let's no. be honest, it Terry. Doesn't, you know, it I gotta say, since you brought is, it up, you need to put a thong on if you have camel toe. <laughs> since you brought it up, there he is. Wow. And, and it was neither of your characters, so don't worry. But it could be a little. Wow. Hot. No, I the, had a bad the picture most once. A- astounding Guinness Book of camel World toe Record that ever camel showed up on screen in Star was, Trek was your was sister. What? Your sister. Your ca- your sister's character. Who is your sister? Ishara Yar. I- if anybody wants to Google her, really? Ishara Yar has... I'm too much of a gentleman to use that phrase. No, I have a picture no actually. Way. We're going to sign over really? On you? I do. No, you know they never dressed you that well, way. I'm wow! No, they, but you remember that you had a, a, a your sister's character yeah. was on the show. Yeah. And she wears sister? a Turk. Uh, her name was the actress's name was. Not her fault. Very beautiful woman. Gorgeous with a yeah. camel toe. John, John is taping. <laughs> oh God, Terry! <laughs> she wears Terry. a turquoise. I never watched your show. I, I, yeah, I know. I know. No, I love her you just because she's like, awesome. You sound like Bill Shatner, for God's sake. <laughs> okay, wait a minute. Have you watched my show? What show is that? <laughs> <laughs> See, we're just 
friends because we like each other. We get that we get each yeah. other, yeah. too. No, yeah. you watch a lot of Ray Donovan, and she's seen every episode of Becker totally. is what it is, right? right? Oh. Love Ray Donovan. <laughs> yeah, nice plug there. Yeah, totally. Nice. It, like it. it worked for Wait, both of let's us. Let's get back to Ishara Yar's camel toe, because it was uh, no. remarkable. No. She okay, you cannot turquoise. say her name with it. That's You're not okay. You're saying my name no, with her name. I know, but don't say Yar. Her name was Beth Toussaint. in with a camel toe in the same sentence? Beth Toussaint, Ishara Yar, and I'm on Google. I'm just going to click Google Images. Google camel toe. I'm going to show you Ishara Yar in a full... Google camel toe Yar, and it better not be me or fucking kill you right here on this That's There it is. This is the shot right here. There it is. It's coming up large. Denise, you're going to... No! Coming up large. Wrong! Expression, and it's not her fault. She was a great character actress. Wow! Look at what yeah. she's got going on over there. Oh, I'm not gonna <laughs> even look. Okay, let me get my glasses. <laughs> it's amazing that it was ever on the air. It's not really. Wait, now, it's it? not a camel toe, but it is. It is definitely. I just um, want to point out that when not I was attractive. like 14 when but I saw that what? for the first wow. time. Wow. Okay, that's like Set me really, on a course correction for the rest of my life. just like okay. freeze frame and blow that up? I, this like is my personal phone. I keep this with really, me at all times. That's really not. Wow. Um, that's a that remarkable thing. That was not thing. kind. No, that's not um, kind. Wow. But you know what? Um, it, it, wow. made, it made the what? show memorable. I'm sure there are some people who find that very uh, luring. Uh, listen, I uh, we embrace I came all... up here for a, right. for a blog, <laughs> and this is where we are. This is where we are. Does this this is mean you can re- sleep in tomorrow morning? Yeah, finally. There the you first go. time. What's that? She can sleep in tomorrow morning? Yeah, uh, you can. Well, you can do what you want. You're. This oh no, is, I'm. I'm up. I'm up with you. Okay, I'm up so down with. You. It's not till eleven thirty. Right, right. We thing. have a gig yeah. at eleven thirty, yeah, and go. you're doing yoga tomorrow. No, tomorrow morning I sign autographs, and I believe Friday morning on the beach I am teaching yoga. I think from eleven to twelve, which really feels late. Eleven to twelve for yoga. Midday Perfect. yoga. Midday oh, yoga. I love that. I and love Joe's back to save us from the camel toe conversation. Such Joe, a dork. You cannot believe what you missed. The yoga thing. And no, no, I don't, no, I don't even, even go there. Camel don't toe. Don't even go okay, there. Okay. There is a ski resort. Anybody from Pennsylvania here? Pennsylvania. Yeah. Yeah. What's the what's the Camelback. Right? Camelback. Let's leave camel it at that because I'm a G-rated kind of guy. <laughs> Not broke back mountain. And camel. No, <laughs> camel being the operative word. Right. You guys are bad. Thank you. So <laughs> let me uh, uh, let me apologize. Well, you're you. the one who has a child at every exit. I, I do. I really. I have. Uh, you have children. I have one. Ah, you want some more? Okay. Here we go. Thank you, Gemma. Sorry. That was total. That talk she about one, inappropriate. How you many ma- do are you, you have? Married? Are you married? Am I married? Yeah. N- no. Just <laughs> ask. Well, I was. Mm-hmm. I got divorced. I'm divorced. Me too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, we, but you know, I, I'm really grateful for the experience. Somewhere <laughs> beyond the sea, she's there watching for me. Frank's here, My everybody. My lover Frank's stands on golden sand. I don't know the words. And watches the wind that goes sailing. You're videotaping this. Beautiful. (laughs) Beautiful, Joe. Oh, my God. Marvelous. Crosby and Sinatra get together again. So, we... So... 
with Denise, you guys are young. I do a radio show every morning in New York, and then I, I, we played all Christmas. I told uh, Denise and her beautiful son, Augie, we were talking at, din- at lunch, and I said, Bing Crosby, and I'm a big Sinatra guy. Sure. That's my guy. The old, he was the old man. He was the best. And he, he learned was everything re- from Bing. He, 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 was, he, he was, right? He was respectful. He was, the old man, Mr. Mr. Sinatra, always respectful to me. Then I started going back to that type of music, you know, because Bing Crosby was before our time. I'm listening. That guy, do you remember as a kid listening to that? Can you, do you remember? You know, I, it was... You were a baby, baby. Well, baby, baby, but, you know, I mean, he's way before I was even... Mr. You know. Booze, Mr. Booze. Oh, that was such a great movie. Yeah. Which movie was Mr. that? Mr. B-double-O-Z. And nice. that spells booze. Bum, yeah, bum, bum, bum. we know a little Mr. bit about Booth. that in our family. Mr. Booth. <laughs> he, it, but it was, it was Bing that sold that. And that spelled booze, and you're bound to lose with Mr. Booth. <laughs> oh, nice. look, don't get me started. Nice. Don't get me started. Nice. I'm so sorry. You were no. talking about yoga, beautiful gal, and now I interrupted no. you terribly. No, no, but I love that movie. What was that called? I remember seeing we're that. I would stay home for TBS when I was a kid, oh. like fake sickness, so I could watch these musicals. <laughs> yeah, seriously. You know, yeah. there was never a Hope and Crosby film where they uh, went to space. They went everywhere else. They went to. I can name all the Hope and nice Crosby. Segue. Can you name all can the Hope, Hope and Crosby films? Because I can. Oh there were seven. And who was the biggest wow. fan of that? It was uh, Woody Allen? My goodness. Yeah, gracious. yeah, yeah. Remember Woody and and um, no, no. The Road to Morocco. Right, Road to Morocco the, was the now we're third dating one. You guys, don't, they have no idea who. Has anybody seen a Hope and Crosby film? Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Great. I believe I'm going to name them all, and if. Awesome. If I'm wrong, oh, nobody I'm has. So impressed with this. Yeah. There was the Road to Morocco was the best one, but that was Bally. not the first. The Road to Bali was one of the last ones. Mm-hmm. There was the Road to Hong Kong, which had Peter Sellers in it. Actually, oh my no, god, it was the last one they did. He was very young. It was a young Peter Sellers and an old Hope and Crosby. Was it wow. a party scene that he was uh, in? No, Peter Sellers Small? played an Indian wow. doctor. I, yeah. I remember yeah. that. Indian doctor in the Road to Hong Kong. It was hilarious. Uh, then there was the Road to Utopia, which was actually right. the Yukon Territory. The road to Zanzibar, which nowadays it would be considered a little racist, but it was 1940 whatever, so so we give it a pass. Well, I mean, (laughs) anyway, but the first one was the road to Singapore. Very good. And uh, but there was never the road to Cozumel. I don't know what that was about. They should have done that. Was there? There might have been a seventh (laughs) one, but those are the six that I remember. That is amazing. Um, Now, how would you How would you possibly know that? I there's a lot. I host a Star Trek podcast. You have to know yeah. a lot of yeah, stuff that nobody knows. That that's or that's yeah. Oh, that's Jordan, that's of, so cool. I did not know that Peter Sellers though was in one of the Crosby Hope. Films. Yeah, the very last one. And you know, I had the great privilege of meeting him because my father-in-law was Blake Edwards. Right. Yes, I knew who this. Directed all of the Pink Panther films. So he in towards the end of. Of, of Peter's life, um, you know, I, I got the chance to meet him. Had I known I didn't put that together, I would have, yeah. there was this great, Connection and Blake yeah. directed Bing. You could have asked Wait, questions. Wait, in what? In S-O-B? a film? No, 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 no. Let's no. guess, hold it, we'll know. No. Blake, Blake Edwards directed, directed Bing Crosby. Bing Crosby directed in Bing Crosby in a film that, okay, Bing played, um, Oh, um, okay. She was married to Dudley Moore. His fr- Tuesday Weld. She 
Blake directed one of his earliest films. It was Bing and Tuesday Weld played father and daughter. And Tuesday was um, enrolled in college and Bing was going back to college. And it Whoa. was just a stupid, so like slight comedy. Yeah. And that's where Bing met yes. his wife, Catherine Grant. Oh, really? Yeah. Who, my, my step-grandmother. She was a young I see a actress. man with Google out there. Are you wow. Googling the Blake Edwards, Bing Crosby connection? No, I don't know. Was it was called it? The Freshman? Otis Freshman? Hold, oldest oldest freshman, freshman, yes. Yeah. I think you're right. I've been stumped. I, I have not right. seen that one. Wow. I've said, I wonder, that, yeah. I wonder that if Google back to or was that at the top of your head? That. That, was a, that was a person. That was somebody who still doesn't need Google. That was a Google mind? Wow. Yeah. God bless you. Oh, the, the, um, I wonder. And with his daughter. No, I mean with his son. Yeah. But do you think yeah. that Back to School could have been based on that? I think that? maybe Back to School, which of course Terry was in, uh, Valerie Desmond, well, we uh, ask was maybe that was a, an unofficial remake of The Oldest Isn't that Freshman. crazy? Yeah. It there you be. go. It yeah, all comes it back. Right. It I all mean, comes it all back to Star Trek. these wonderful little, you know, yeah. circles. Now you worked, you were directed by Blake Edwards. I was, in, yeah. Um, remind a couple me. Mo- a couple movies. Um, I was, okay, how I got my SAG card was in the movie 10. No. Remember 10? Yes. With yeah, Dudley Moore. Derek, you know, Derek, put yeah. Bo Derek. So Blake had to do a sort of sanitized television version of 10. So he took out all of the strippers that were naked throughout the film that were, were Dudley's, you know, Dudley Moore played the guy who was always looking through the telescope at his neighbor neighbor's pad. Right, his, Don Calfa, who lived across the in, canyon in Southern California, and there was like a, a house full of swingers, yeah. and he was he staring was, he at was them. He was fascinated because yeah. he was so not that, but he was interested in how does someone you know do that. So Blake had to scrap all that and reshoot scenes. So I became the girl, you know, encapsulated all those girls oh. into you know. A very well, I've only skinny, seen... bikini-clad girl named Rapunzel <laughs> with, like, shaved hair, which was the irony. Right. I've only seen the dirty version, so I haven't seen that. You but, uh, haven't. But it, it was the version that plays on TV and, like, on airplanes. And, right. You know, so no, that no, no. Got me the hardcore, hard R version on VHS was what I would have seen back mm-hmm. then. But, well, But then you, you did another film with him also, right? I did uh, uh, the, man, uh, well, the Man Who Loved Women. I, with Burr I Reynolds, was in right? I was in The Man Who Loved Women. Yeah. yeah. Um um and um the one with John Ritter. Um Pro- Oh, John what? Ritter was so Skin awesome. Deep. Skin Deep, which might might have been so his last How last great yeah. was John like Ritter? Amazing. I know. They, they're it's like, like a savant crowd. It's they're a like the brain out here. You know, we're yeah. like, uh, what was that thing I did? <laughs> it was Skin Deep. Oh, yeah, uh. right. I was in Skin Deep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Joe Piscopo. Hey, man. I was in here early, uh, the other day. You were playing bingo with the, with the crowd. Oh, that's, I live for that. When was the last time you played bingo before you know, I this week? I never have. I never had. Did I fake my way to it? Wait, you never, played, you never played bingo? And I'm a Catholic. I've never played bingo. That, that, isn't that part of the confirmation ritual? You have to say, I-16, and then you're blessed. The, the holy water. The bishop walks down right, the aisle, bishop. right? He rolls the thing. Oh, that's a great sketch. Excuse me. Is that a great sketch? <laughs> B40. Yeah. Hey, the bishop, I got that one. No, I, I 
they could, they ask. It's so funny when you do this, because I'm in immense uh, respect and immense regard for these folks in this classic Star Trek uh, series, you know, all the versions. And I did one episode, and then they said, Joe, you want to go on the boat? I said, no one's going to care. I've had an absolute love fest with these beautiful people. It's been a love fest. That's so true. We love you. So, so they go, they go, will you do bingo? And I went, now my career has peaked. I said... Let's go do bingo on a boat. <laughs> and I come up and I put my I put myself in the trusty hands of Dane, who your host. You know, Dane is spectacular. And I know Dane because I did a cruise a couple years ago where I go out with the orchestra and do the, the show that you'll see tomorrow night. But Dane is great, so we had fun with him. And then somebody, they won like $2,000. I, I would have played had did I known. Did you get a cut of that? No, I mean, no <laughs> commission. I got my commission. My agent will take the commission, right. though, right? Okay, good. It's so funny. So, well, so you know, I next year, if you want to come and play Yahtzee or something, you know, we could do whatever you want. It could be Yahtzee. A... <laughs> that was for you and I. Thank you. Thank though. I appreciate right. that. No, but, and then if I, I want to just plug the show tomorrow. Uh, Rick Gordon, my conductor's in the back. We invite everybody to come to Stardust tomorrow, baby. Uh, what, are, what are the shows? Uh, six and nine, I believe. Is that right? Six and nine. Two shows banging them out. And it's so funny. It's, t- it's the front of the ship, so you kind of go like this. So I'll be like performing or either getting nauseous on stage. I'm not sure which. But we'll have a lot of fun. A lot of Sinatra, a lot of old school stuff. Fantastic. A lot of SNL stories. Now, you know, back in the day, though, you used to do a hell of a, a Springsteen also. Oh, you're good. Yeah. You ha- I fr- yeah what was the yeah. You had the album called New Jersey. Oh, my God. And you're scaring me now. Well, are they also- no, you're scaring me. No, I had, the, I had the tape. No one could contain that much memory. <laughs> In a mind. I had, you, well, you also it the song Fat Boy also, right? That was on there? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Come here. <laughs> this guy, <laughs> you, that was my favorite. I did a, if I may. You may. I did an album, second album for CBS, and it was called New Jersey. That you're referring to yeah. where I did Bruce Springsteen. I did Sinatra and Springsteen doing a duet. Then I did Bruce Springsteen doing a song called New Jersey. You know, where it just kind of made with trick lyrics, too yeah. born to run kind of thing. Yeah. Then I had Hal Wilner, who does what they call the incidental music on Saturday Night Live. So all the outside music that you hear, Hal puts it together. He's a genius. So he came up with the concept. He found this song called Fat Boy, which is hysterical. We re-recorded it. I think it was an old blues song, as politically incorrect right. as it was. Right, right, right. And it, and it was, uh, I'm so tall and I'm so fat. <laughs> Uh, the girls, they seem to like me like that. Remember that? I've lived my life based on Stop. that song. So, you know. Uh, <laughs> Two girls on my knees. There's just not enough of me. I remember right. that. Yeah. That was good stuff. Well, and Springsteen and Bruce is the best. Well, the thing is, the first time I heard that song, New Jersey, by, by Joe Piscopo as Bruce Springsteen, I, I was fooled. I was very young. But I was like, oh, I was like, oh, this is a Springsteen song I don't know. And it's like, oh, the lyrics are kind of silly, so maybe this is a joke. And it's like, this, this is the Joe Piscopo tape. I'm like, ah, oh, I got it. New Jersey. Right. Yeah, oh, New Jersey. I remember that. But I had the whole glockenspiel. Like, I had the, the Max Weinberg-type drums, and yeah. I had the guy yeah. on the glockenspiel. Yeah. Yeah. You knew it that. had the sound. It had that full Bruce E Street band. heard sound. that. Dave Marsh, the, the quintessential and brilliant Dave Marsh, who chronicled everything about Bruce Springsteen, played that album for Bruce himself. And, and he played it, and Bruce played it again and again right. and again. We did the whole complete parody, and Bruce got such a kick out of it, man. Wow. 
Yeah, then I, I got to meet him. He's just a good guy. Bruce is like really great. He is a great guy. You know, politically, everybody goes, oh, they, you know, they get upset because politically he's you know, a little left and everything. But yeah. who cares? The music, man. It's all about the music, isn't it? Yeah. You know? Well, most people on the Star Trek crews are a little left. Hey, little also, girl, but... is your dad at home? Did you go and leave you all alone? I got a bad desire. Tell me now, baby, is it good to you? Really do to you the things that I do oh, no. Sorry, I carried away there for things. <laughs> All right. Well, we listen, go. Go. Oh, at the We're going to go uh, play Family Feud. Thank you, you, everybody. You, you, you are great. Great to see you, girl. Oh, you know what? And, and you. so if fun. you're planning you so to go fun. watch, if you haven't seen Family Food yet, just follow this crowd down because we're, we're winding up here. Joe, right. thanks so much for doing this. But I'll do a big. I'll see you in my Thank you so much. Thanks, girls. Guys, we love you. We'll see you at the show tomorrow. Thank you very much. Well, listen, uh, we're still recording. Uh, so uh, we're still recording the Star Trek podcast. Thanks for everybody for listening. Um, it was great that Terry and uh, I didn't think anybody was going to pop by because they had very busy schedules, but Terry and Denise, and then much to my surprise and delight, Joe Piscopo came up. Um, so again, if you, if you are here in the audience and don't listen to Engage, the official Star Trek podcast, boy, do I feel sorry for you. No, I feel happy for you because you get to go back into the archives and listen to the older shows. Um, and... Uh, yeah, if, if, if there's any que- we have five minutes left. If there's any questions from the audience, we'll take them. Otherwise, we'll call it a night. We got um, my friend, don't tell me your name, Jesse. Jesse's got a question. All right, my favorite part of the cruise happened earlier today when I took the uh, excursion to. Uh, the the ancient Mayan ruins of Tulum. You were there, and it was getting off the ferry. Because um, right now the boat is rocking a little bit, but it's not too bad, you know, it's not too bad. And when we got on the ferry, uh, which was very nice, I mean, it was a, a, a very, um, they had a full day excursion, it was beautifully organized, it was not very expensive, um, but the you, one part was you go downstairs and you get on the ferry, and it did. There was ample warnings that said sometimes the ferry can be a little choppy, and one of those times was today. <laughs> Much to our luck, I'm sure tomorrow it'll be fine, and the day after it'll be great too. But our day, we got on the ferry, and it was rocking pretty hard. And I was good for the first thirty of forty-five minutes, but those final fifteen minutes, very. You know, we had a nice breakfast here on board. I was very close to seeing it a second time. Let's put it that way. But um, so getting off the ferry. No, the trip to Tulum was great. That was a blast for me. I'd never been. I'd never been to Mexico before. So um, this was great. And I've been to other ancient ruin sites. I've been to uh, Pompeii, which is probably the most famous, and uh, uh, Herculaneum, which is also in Italy. I've been to uh, places in the Middle East, um, but never there. And it always takes my breath away. It's really cool. And the Tulum site. If you should ever be in the Yucatan Peninsula, not far from Cancun, not far from Cozumel, where we were docked, uh, take the day trip to Tulum, and um, it's really quite extraordinary. It was, and we were only there for a little while, but you still get a, when you first go through the gate, 
and then you come out the other side. It really does take your breath away. So that was my favorite part. And, you know, seeing all of you, meeting the listeners, and um, playing trivia, which we'll be doing again uh, the tomorrow night and then the day after tomorrow. Uh, and, uh, you know, hanging out with Joe Piscopo. That was fun, right? And uh, anyway, any other questions before we go? If you... My favorite Star Trek episode. Okay, that's a very... I have an answer for you. I love Spock's brain. I love it. I love it so much, but it's not my favorite. I love it. I love it like I love a bad ex-girlfriend, you know? I, I love it. Um, it's wonderful. Uh, <laughs> I am Luma. You are not Morg. You are not iMorg. What are you? Oh. God, I love that. My favorite Star Trek episode is probably um, A Taste of Armageddon from TOS Season 1. Uh, it is not a common one. This is the one where they've got to go. You, well, I'm not telling you. all know what A Taste of Armageddon is. Um, it's just perfect. It's great sci-fi. It's adventuresome. There's good humor in it. Spock's, you have a multi-legged creature on your arm and gives them the Vulcan pinch. That's probably my favorite, but I do agree with popular opinion that the best episode is City on the Edge of Forever. It's perfectly well-rounded um, and just an amazing short piece of fiction. And I do think that the inner light from TNG is right up there also. As it happens, humorously enough, uh, Morgan Gendel, who wrote the inner light, uh, was a guest on this podcast that we have not aired yet because we banked a few before I got on the ship. So next week's show will be the show we recorded tonight, and then the week after that will be the Morgan Gendel episode. And after that, I don't plan that far in advance. But uh, So those are probably my favorites. My least favorite we could talk about another time. But uh, Any other last questions? I don't think so, but I want to say thanks, everybody, for coming. And wait, you have a question over here? We're right. <laughs> okay. We're, I want to thanks, everybody, for coming. And uh, I've you know, been meeting a lot of you this week. If you ever want to come up and ask me a question one-on-one, I'm here for you. I don't have really anywhere to be right now, so I'm probably just going to stay in this room and have a drink. I am going to catch Ethan Phillips' show tonight. Uh, if anybody was on the fence about that, you must go. Ethan is really one of my favorite people in the Star Trek world, and he is so funny. He's been a guest on this show uh, before, and he is just, uh, just, just a marvelous man and a beautiful man. So, great. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.